0: Right. That that that's what I'm trying to explain, guys. Your luck is built. It is built. You build your luck. Other people will look back at your life when you're successful and say, oh, that's he's lucky. He got lucky. He got like, yeah, of course I got lucky. But guess what? I made that luck. What's going on guys, welcome to the Uncensored Millionaire Podcast. Um, I don't know what episode we're on, honestly, but this is going to be a solo podcast episode. I really, really think that this is going to be an important episode. Um, something that's been on my mind, and I'm going to do a lot more of these episodes because I believe that it's gonna. It's, it's almost like, think of it as if you're a young person right now trying to become an entrepreneur, think of this podcast or the solo episodes of just me talking to you as Me talking to my younger self and what I would tell my younger self starting out, uh, you know, in the world of business, in the world of building YouTube channels, all all this other stuff that kind of correlates into my life and what I do, which primarily is business. Um, and just the things I picked up in life. Uh, I want this to inspire, help and educate a lot of the younger entrepreneurs. And by younger, I don't mean necessarily people who, um, are of age that are you know, 15, even though this will help them. I mean, just younger in their journey of entrepreneurship, where whether it be your, your one in your entrepreneurship journey, your two, or year th- three, um, I think these are going to be principles in this podcast. I'm going to be going over that will help you a lot. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about luck. Um, I think that if you think about it, most people come up with all these excuses for other people's successes and they say, "Oh, well that guy was lucky or that girl was lucky." And in this episode I'm going to debunk that. But before we get into it, if this episode does help you out, it would mean everything to me, guys, if you could share it on social media and most importantly, leave a review on um Apple Podcasts. That would help me out a lot to get this message out there. And the biggest thing you can do is honestly just share it, you know, just show it to your friends because we I want to be able to impact a lot of people. I don't make money off this podcast. You know what I mean? I don't I don't make any money. If and if anything this is making me lose money sitting here right now where I could put my time into something else that I know would make me money. And so this is just almost a passion project to help you guys out. So if you could do me a favor, repay the favor by simply sharing it, that would mean everything to me. But real quick, I'm going to put my headphones on so I can get into talking real quick. All right, so let's get into it. Um I see a lot of people And they always will message me and they will talk to me and say, oh, well, you know, I I, like you're you're pretty much lucky is essentially what it comes down to. Obviously there's different variations, but they always say, oh, well that guy's lucky or secretly behind closed doors. Other people tell me, oh, you know, that guy or that girl said that you're lucky or they they say that your success and everything, like it's all luck. You know, you're just, you're one of a kind, right? Whatever you want to call it. And I feel like a lot of successful people or somewhat successful people get that often. And in this episode, I wanted to debunk it. And for those of you who feel like luck wise, you feel like you're not lucky, you feel like you don't have it. That's a big one because I didn't feel that. When I was starting out, I thought that I had to be lucky. I was like, oh, I wish I was lucky like that. I used to look at successful people when I wasn't really successful at all. And I would look at them and be like, <clears throat> man, I wish I was lucky like them. And in this episode, I'm going to go exactly and break down why none of this is luck. And I don't mean just blanket statement, none of his luck. I mean that obviously, yes, there's fate, obviously, yes, there's areas in the universe that align perfectly for you, but I'm going to break down how you can actually create that luck. How, even if everything is aligned in the universe, if you're lucky, doesn't mean it's going to work in your favor if you're not prepared. So what people see is they see me in the last five years. In the last five years, I've, you know, built an incredible business, you know, multi-millions of dollars a year, Um, a ton of freaking YouTube channels making a lot of money. I've helped a lot of people in this process as well. So they, they look at this, what I have in the last five years, what I've built, but they have no idea what went into it in the last five years. And most importantly, they have no idea what I did before those five years, which is way more important than what I did during the five years. So let me explain. So... In 2016 was when i really took youtube seriously that was when my life completely changed that's when like my business my youtube channels everything skyrocketed that's when i really focused heavily on on business and i told myself i, I can't go back i have to work you know all the time non-stop you know the thing the whole thing but before that i had a lot of preparation when i was 11 years old um, my dad got me my first laptop It was like a $200 laptop he got because his work was giving away, you know, discounted laptops because they didn't need it for the work anymore. So, you know, he got it for me and my siblings, uh, my two older sisters. And so we, you know, started working on the laptops mainly for school, but then eventually started to stem into a little bit of video games, that kind of thing. This laptop surprisingly actually opened the whole world to me. This was around 2011, 2012. So this was right when the Internet was starting to really grow. Um, I didn't know anything obviously about the internet i I was just a curious kid like most people are when they first for the first time have an iphone or whatever and so i was constantly on my laptop just trying to learn everything about the internet you know the video games everything that is out there uh on websites youtube stuff that was existing at the time so but what happened was where i remember when i was 11 years old i was uh my favorite game was minecraft right and so i would play this game all the time as a kid i was very much bullied i was like the last person to be picked out of the list right whenever you want to play any dodgeball or any game and so i I was you know no one ever picked me i was not very athletic i i never fit into groups i was a very nerdy kid so i didn't have that many friends and so the easiest place to find friends was on the internet playing minecraft you know a lot of kids could connect with each other and no one knew what you looked like no one knew you were socially awkward um, but it felt like a sense of community so at least I had friendships online and so I would find myself literally 12 hours a day if I could on the computer just playing video games and trying to be friends with everybody trying to learn everything and so there there came a point in my life where and I don't know this is the part where it might be a little bit of a DNA for some people but it might be just you know it comes in different phases for everybody in different timelines. When I was 11 years old, like I just wanted to make some money. You know what I mean? I, I, I wanted to make some money not because of the actual paper, but because I knew that if I got the money, I could deposit it into a secret PayPal account I had at the time because I didn't want my parents to know because obviously my parents were not going to allow me to transact money at the time when I was that young. And so I, I built a secret PayPal account and I would have to figure out how to get money. So then I could pay for my video games because I wanted certain video games because I was I grew up in a very Christian household and so there's some video games I wanted that I knew my parents would say no to, and so I got to figure out how to secretly behind their back afford that video game and so I would on um, purposely go out there and try to find ways to make money and and one way that I found which was really really big for me was there was a way you could build your own little business within minecraft um it's like a minecraft multiplayer server and so you could build your own little business you could literally sell uh in-game little items ranks almost like almost like on fortnite how you have skins right you could sell that within minecraft and make real money uh united states dollars from it and i was like oh shoot like I got to do this. So I built up a little, you know, little player server, got like 20, 30 people on there at a time and started build it up over time. I was very strategic and and without me knowing, I was just very smart about like trying to get people in there. I would go to random other multiplayer servers and spam the chat, try to get everybody in. Influx of people would join. I was I was doing marketing without me even realizing what marketing was. It was just inherent. It was like, I got to make money, so I have to have people on the server, and I have to make them want to buy built-in video game stuff within the server, so how am I going to do that? So all this came internally as I went along. It's not like someone taught me. I just kind of figured it out as I went, and my biggest source of, of growth and education came from, first off, obviously failing. I made a lot of mistakes. I made A ton of multiplayer servers and a lot of them didn't work and some of them did Um, but the biggest thing is video tutorials as simply as going on YouTube just like how you are right now on podcasts you're listening to a podcast and learning from my experiences so that way you can apply it to your own and so I would stay up late just watching video tutorials on how to edit and code um, different websites to even accept payments um, I would figure out how to make a really professional website to hook people in. I like I literally learned everything from YouTube video tutorials when I was 11 and 12 years old. I was very very young, and I was learning all this stuff. And so people see when I was 16 to 21 and the and where I am today, you know, with all the money, whatever you want to call it. But they don't see that I've been doing it since I was technically 11 and 12. I just never really looked at it as a serious thing, but I was preparing beforehand for that moment and I'll explain what that moment was. So, so for example, um, when I started to grow up, you know, 11 years old, all the way up till about 15 or so years old, I so slowly started to develop these little skill sets without me realizing it. I started developing coding skill sets. I started to get into YouTube. I started to learn how to leverage other YouTubers and connections of those YouTubers to make them promote my server. So I learned what influencer marketing was, which is a huge thing to grow a business. I learned all this stuff without me really realizing it. And all these skill sets started to compound and compound and compound, and then obviously I started making some good money, and then and then eventually the money slowed down. I was like, ah, all right. Well, I know how to video edit because I had experience by them because I was somewhat of a YouTuber playing video games and showing it off on on YouTube for fun. But obviously, no money was coming into the door. It was like three hundred dollars a month. It was like nothing. So I was like, well, I guess you know this dream that I had to be a YouTuber or to be some Minecrafter was not going to be a reality. So I. I packed my bags and I went to the normal workforce, and then I and I started working at a fast food job, and and was working my ass off. I was always been, I've always been the guy that wants to outwork everybody in the room, so I worked super hard. But deep down inside, I knew I was sacrificing my dreams, and I and I really wanted something like YouTube to work out. I just didn't know how. And then, about two months in of me working at that fast food job one of my buddies from a long time ago, two years prior who he and I would live stream on Minecraft all day long, right? We would live stream on YouTube showing off our Minecraft servers, all that. He called me up. He was like, Hey man, uh, there's a buddy of mine who is taking off on YouTube. He got like almost a million subscribers in just three months, bro. Like he's killing it. I'm learning so much from him, bro. I'm going to, I'm going to get to his level very soon. I was wondering, do you want to learn from us? Like we, all of us could work together. We can have a mastermind, bro. We can blow this up, dude. And I was like, yeah, like, are you kidding me? He's making, and he was telling me how much the guy was making. He's making like a hundred thousand dollars plus a month off his channel. I was like, holy crap! You can do that? I didn't know you can make that much money from a channel. So eventually, I was like, all right, yeah, sign me up. The issue was, I, I was not <laughs> mature at all. I was, I was a kid hit, hitting puberty. I was, always, I was like the late kid hitting puberty. And so when I finally got into that group call with his guy. The guy hated me he hated how immature I was and everything I was just a kid they were a little bit older than me and so um, that guy was like yo like he told my friend he's like yo I don't like this kid you should kick him out like I don't let him to be in the group with us and so my buddy was like dude I'm sorry to do this to you but he doesn't even like you so I have to kick you out And I was like are you kidding me like this is my one shot to learn so much about YouTube my one shot to possibly make this a full-time career and now I got kicked out all because he didn't like some jokes or some immaturity I had. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, and that pissed me off. And and the big one is also the, the reason why I got kicked out is because I didn't have time to make videos. I, I just, I was so busy work, doing schoolwork and working at a fast food job. It was hard to fit that in. And so they thought that I wasn't serious enough. And so uh, it was the last month of me at the fast food job. And I was like, you know what? Like, I, I do not want to live working at a fast food job for most of my life, which obviously it's probably was never gonna happen that way but still in the back of my head being a young kid i'm like bro i'm 16 i am not gonna be stuck in this fast food job for the rest of my life so what i did is like you know what screw this i am going to quit like i'm done so i i just quit i just like gave up and i was like dude i am going to figure out uh figure out a way to make youtube work whether it be with them or not i will figure it out because i'm just done of having all these opportunities pass by me And everything, like no one's going to tell me my fate. I'm going to control my fate. Um, And so anyways, so what happened was where um, I had, I mean, it was about a month or so break. I was trying to figure out what the frick I'm going to do. And then I had, I had like $200 or $300 left in my bank. And, um, and I remember seeing that guy that kicked me out of the group. He was live streaming, doing a Q and a live stream. And obviously answering questions. I was like, you know what? I'm lost and I really want this opportunity back and I know he knows everything about YouTube. So I was like, you know what? Screw it. So I was like, so what I did is I donated in the live stream, I donated my last $200 into the live stream. And I did a, you know, a little chat message saying, Hey, look, this is my last $200. Can we get in a call for just 15 minutes, man? That's all I'm asking. Like, you know me like please, just 15 minutes, bro. Let me talk. And obviously he was like, all right, fine. So after the live stream, we got into a quick phone call. And I just plead to him. I was like, look, man, bro, like, I don't want to come off begging, but dude, like, you don't understand, man. Like, I want this thing to work out so bad. And I'm sorry I was immature previously, but I want YouTube to work so bad. Like, bro, I'm I'm willing to edit your videos for free. I literally said that. And as it came out of my mouth, I was like, shit, I just made a stupid freaking commitment. But at the same time, I was like, bro, like, that's a good transaction. If, If I can edit his videos for free for a few months and through that. I build a relationship that can get me in the door and, and, and educate me to build my own successful channels that can actually make me money. I mean, it's a good trade-off. And so I did that. I, I literally just flat out was like, look, bro, I'll edit the videos for free. And he was like, hmm, that's interesting. All right, you know what? I'll give you a shot. And, he was like, and I, in my head, I'm like, bro, you shouldn't just give me a shot. I'm, I'm editing your videos for free, bro. You should just give me the job. But obviously he wanted me to work for it, which to be honest, like props to him. He was a very good mentor early on. And so he simply was like, look, man, um, let me see, like, you have to prove to me that you're serious. So what you're going to do is you're going to edit this one video and not just edit, but make the whole video. I want you to record the script. I want you to make the script, narrate it all, edit the whole, you make the full freaking production of this video idea. Um, and then we'll talk. I was like, oh crap. So once he gave me that assignment, I did not go to sleep. It was like 5 or 6 p.m. when he gave me that assignment. So I stood up to like 6, 7 a.m. Like I was grinding on that video, trying to make it as perfect as possible. And when I, when I look back at that video, by the way, it was dog shit, bro. It was the worst video ever. But obviously, that's me looking back. And you know, my skill sets on editing and everything has gone up obviously a lot. And so, but it was my, it was my best. And he obviously could tell it was my best, and he knew that I was trying. And so, um, and so he gave me the break. He was like, all right, you know what? You can, you can be in the group calls with us. From there on out, I was in phone calls and group calls every single day for freaking – we were in those calls for like six, seven hours a day. That was like Normal. Um, and through those group calls, other YouTubers started to join in into our mastermind, people like Mr. Beast. Today, he has seven, over 70 million subscribers. At the time, he had 800,000 subscribers and a few of his friends and a bunch of other people started to join the calls. We would just learn YouTube from each other, figure out the algorithm, everything. That was freaking life-changing, that opportunity. That, That connection and that relationship and that opportunity alone set me up to where I am today, guaranteed. Without that, I wouldn't be where I am today. That was the perfect opportunity for me. But here's the thing, guys. This is what I mean by luck. People would look at that opportunity and say, oh, that's lucky. You got lucky he even answered your phone call. Oh, you got lucky he even added you into a group call with them. Oh, you got lucky that Mr. Beast happened to join that group call. Oh, you got yeah, but guys, what you don't understand is that luck would have never happened when the opportunity came to my door if it wasn't for the fact that I had four other years of experience of video editing, video editing, and the desire to win. That opportunity would have been scrawned. I would have even not even known to look for that opportunity if it was in front of my face because I didn't know better, Right that that that's what i'm trying to explain guys your luck is built it is built you build your luck other people will look back at your life when you're successful and say oh that's he's lucky he got lucky he got like yeah of course i got lucky but guess what i made that luck i built that luck of course i'm lucky i'm grateful there's opportunities where i look back on my life i'm like holy imagine if i didn't build that relationship with that guy yeah that's luck But I had preparation to even know to run after that lucky opportunity. The average person doesn't have have preparation. They don't run after that opportunity. And so they don't go places in life because they were never prepared. I see so many of my friends at my age who are in the same position that they were when I left Kansas City. I left this area and eventually I came back. But so many of my friends when I was 16, they're in the same spot that they are right now when I'm 21. And I always try to figure out why. I'm like, dude, there's so many opportunities that I've seen come to your door and you keep you keep not taking them up on the opportunity. Why, why, why? Oh, I, I wasn't prepared or I don't know. I mean, I just don't think it's right for me or, you know, I don't know, man. It's just it's a lot of commitment. That's your issue. When opportunities come to your door, you look at it at face value. It, imagine if... I edited videos for free for that guy, and that's all I saw. All I saw was editing the videos for free. I didn't see the long vision. Imagine it was just, well, it looks like for the rest of my life, I'm going to edit videos for free for this guy. Obviously, that's bullshit. Obviously, I knew going into it, if I edit videos for free for this guy, it's going to lead me longer term into bigger opportunities, making me freaking millions of dollars possibly one day. I knew that in the back of my head that that could be a possibility, and so I ran after it. But people in life, they look at every opportunity as face value. They don't understand the long run that it could become one day. And so because of that, they lose the lucky moment. The moment that other people will look back on their life and say that they got lucky for. And so every single person, I don't care who you are, you have that lucky opportunity that always comes to your door every so often. But we do not take it up at all because we're not prepared, because we don't think we're prepared, because we don't think long term enough. And so that's my thoughts about luck, guys. My thoughts is you create your luck. You create your destiny. Only if you're prepared, though. And so if this podcast helped episode helped you out, guys, make sure, make sure you go ahead and obviously subscribe, leave a review, and share it to your friends. And also the biggest thing you can do is just message me on Instagram. Tell me if you listened to the episode, if it helped you out. But that's my story, and I believe this will help a lot of you guys out. So take care.